Hi, this is Bianca Del Rio, and I'm sad to announce that this is currently our final episode of the Bianca Del Rio podcast. We're going to take a short break, mainly because I'm heading on the road with my new tour, Unsanitized. Hopefully, when I'm wrapping up tour, I'll have the opportunity to return to you once again. In the meantime, you can listen to past episodes on YouTube. Check out TheBiancoDelRio.com for more information and future updates. Thanks for listening. And here we are with another episode of the Bianca Del Rio podcast. And today I've got to say, this has been, since I announced that I was doing the show, and you know we had a moment, when I first announced we were doing the podcast, we had a slight delay with scheduling and COVID and all this madness going on. So we weren't able to basically be on time with delivering the show. So we were a couple of months behind, but as soon as I announced it, all I had on Twitter was everybody saying I needed to have this next guest. They were adamant about it. You need this bitch, you need this bitch. And so, of course, I definitely wanted this bitch, but I also didn't want to spend my whole podcast discussing drag or drag queens, but this one I had to have. I had to use her. She is truly a pioneer in drag. She usually doesn't like compliments. She prefers cake. But in the end, what's great about her is that she's been around, she's done it all, and she's been making us laugh since at least the early 80s. That is the one and only Lady Bunny. Now, I've said before that the term legend gets used so often, so freely. This woman, clown, thing, person, whatever, is a legend. Has been there breaking down barriers and making people laugh forever. So I had the opportunity to sit down and talk to this bitch. And on this particular day, she upped her dosage, which is going to make it even more entertaining. And in this interview, we discuss everything, anything, and sometimes absolutely nothing. But that's what it's like when you experience the Lady Bunny. Take a listen and hear what we had to say. And here we are now with the legendary, the talented, the beautiful, the thin, the waif-like, my lover of 42 years, Lady Bunyan. <laughs> oh, now, my girl. <laughs> How oh, are you? Now, my dear girl. Is it really you? All the way from Palm Springs and such. <laughs> it is. And I have to tell you, uh, we both ventured into this this podcast land recently, which is new for, I think, for the both of us. Uh, but I have had... Oh, no, ev- girl. I listen to them all the time, you know, because <laughs> younger people, that's what we're into. Mm, it's very inclusive. <laughs> And it's part of my journey. Oh, oh we would love, we want to hear about your journey. Well, I'll tell you what, it's authentic. And I'm yes. living my best true life. <laughs> you call yes. that living? You call that oh, living, okay. bitch? But bitch, you're right. I'm on a podcast with you. How living could it be? <laughs> oh, deathly trope, phoning from the desert, filled with hate, spewing venom every which way and loose. That's its teeth. 
<laughs> That's correct. Well, listen, I was going to say that since we both ventured into this new podcast land during quarantine, what's been interesting is that uh, since I since I announced that I was doing it, every fucking person on Twitter is like, get bunny, get bunny, get bunny. So some people are excited to see you. I don't know why or to hear you, I should say. And I have to say it was like I didn't want to have drag queens on, but how could I not have bunny on the show? So I, I'm just glad that you're here with us physically, uh, mentally is always questionable. But the fact that I can see you brings me joy. <laughs> oh, no, oh, Amanda, I love your podcast. Oh, it is great. Yes, congratulations. Please, shut up, you bitch. You know you haven't listened to a goddamn word I have. You're trying to say that we lit, both started podcasts at the same time, although you was late, darling. I was you late. You was even late for your own date that you set for yourself, darling. <laughs> don't come for me because you don't even want it, darling. <laughs> What is this new slang you're using? Is this your new character? No, the sweetie, the drag queen in New York City, was from the Midwest, so she talked. I I can't do that accent. Yeah, Uh, we're Southern. Uh, Can you do a Midwestern? I can't do a Midwestern. No, uh, that 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 has that tone where it's like they talk. No, that's Jersey. No, I I know. No, I can't do it either. It requires too much thought. Now, have you ever fucked anybody from the Midwest? Yes. Do you remember the bubonic plague of 1613? <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> well, I don't. See, I got you. See, look, now who? Now who? Uh-huh. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Because, you know, uh, what I'm excited about is getting to chat with you because we never know what we're going to talk about. We have no structure to this show at all. But since I've only seen you a few times, we've done a couple of things during quarantine. We did our Hateful Hags Network and mm-hmm. we did that Voss event thing where we had the time delay, which was yes. really so much fucking fun. What- <laughs> the time delay, they said, was the star of that show. <laughs> completely. Completely. I, said, but, I you loved know- your Twitter uh, pals' uh, tweets about that. That was your, your, I, I will sit in an airport and entangled with your Twitter followers for hours just dying. They are yes. those, those young women that are so hateful and I love I just it. adore them. But don't you love it too? I, it's one of those things where in the beginning I didn't like Twitter just because it just seemed like people were trying too hard to make a funny statement or a post. But with them, they just feed off the fuckery, which is truly what I enjoy about it. And of course, you, we've talked about this before, is that it's challenging because if I pick on a certain drag queen or say anything funny about a drag queen, everybody gets offended. But I'm like, thank God Bunny's there because she can put up with this bullshit and go back and forth with me uh that triggered me yeah did it did yeah, it trigger I, mean, you? I just got fired from ellen's staff <laughs> and, um, what, what do you think about that mess because well, the they just announced it listen i don't watch ellen but they no. said she's not coming back in 2022 and so you know maybe this is for older people but so ellen's big lgbt heroin break was when she, you know i guess she was a stand-up comedian uh-huh. and she got a gig in a show where yes. she was the prominent character who revealed she was a lesbian and kissed her lover on national tv and back in whatever that was 1990 something because she was yeah. on oprah i remember um, yeah. it was a big big deal and yes. so you know oprah i mean not oprah uh ellen, ellen she, listen, I think she is a gifted comic. It is yeah. not my cup of tea, but no. what the fuck does she care after 19 seasons? And, right. uh, you know, no, so I think it's wild. 
You know what? I, but I was never really, I mean, like I loved her stand-up comedy and I can appreciate anybody that can get through a comedy set without being dirty. She was never dirty. And I always thought, okay, yeah, it's yeah. funny. It's funny, random humor that I thoroughly enjoyed. And then she got the show and then she was kind of everywhere. But I also thought it was the same scenario with the Rosie thing too. Remember, it was like, here is somebody who's a comedian and then she became the queen of nice. And then when they found out she wasn't nice, then it's a big problem. I'm not shocked by someone like Ellen not being nice. If someone said no. Oprah was a bitch, I'd go, okay, it makes sense because to to work in that business, uh, wouldn't you assume that you would have to be some hard-as-nails bitch that's looking out for herself? I'm not surprised. Well, okay. So you mentioned Rosie O'Donnell. Now, yeah. So that was one where, yes, I never bought her version no. of forced fun. No. Like I said, she had been, she, because, and I never bought that she was a chirpy fat girl that like no. Tom Cruise. Never, no. ever. And no. so... Um, you know, so when it turned out that she was like a dyke wearing, uh, oh, sh- <laughs> oh, she's got a call. <laughs> huh? That was a man, honey. Oh, was yes. it? A very uh, sexy man, and his name is my father. Oh, oh, wait, give oh, us a minute. Touch girl. yourself. Touch yourself. Touch Daddy yourself. Because we are from the south. <laughs> we are from the south, right. so we do, we do like to keep it in the family. So anyway, yes. so you said you didn't buy that Rosie was, you know, this happy-go-lucky dyke, right? And so, and so then she was exposed as saying that, you know, one of her 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 employees deserved cancer who yeah. she was battling with. And so, but you see, now I realize that I'm more interested in politics. Why Rosie gets the shit? Why Chrissy Teigen or Tegan? Yeah, Tegan. Yeah, yeah. Is, is getting all the shit um, was bounced off Twitter a few months ago because she put some tweet up there in the middle of the pandemic when no one's worked for a year about how she's enjoying a $26,000 bottle of wine and Twitter just jumped all over and we're like, you know, you're tone deaf, but now she's, yeah. now she's been caught saying, uh, so you know what, you and I should never feel like nasty people on <laughs> no! stage or off because she was telling some starlet to at 16 to die. And I oh. guess that it's a reality starlet who, who fucked an older man, married an older man. Yeah. And she, Chrissy was jealous and she really? was only 26 herself. So, um, you know, she, it was everyone saying that she was doing that to a child. I was kind of like, eh. No, but you see, really a child. No, but don't you, but don't you find it like if you're gonna dish it, you gotta take it. So if somebody is 16, like I get it all the time. I disagree with that. Yeah, of course you do. But I'm saying it's that type of thing where these people go online and then when you say something back, they automatically go, "Well, why are you fighting with a kid? Why are you on an adult's page trying to fucking tell me how to live my fucking life?" And that's one of the things that I have to say that I enjoy. Send the nudes. Send the nudes and keep it cute. Yeah, hello. That's Wait, I got in trouble for saying fag the other day. I'm like, I can't say fag when I am a fag. Like, how, how fucking faggy do I have to fucking be to not be able to say fag? Well, well they, they booted Jane County off of Facebook a few years ago for using a word that start sounds like tyranny and rhymes with granny. <laughs> she is she is trans she's like a, a fucking trans pioneer yeah. warhol superstar yeah. punk rock international queen yeah and they're saying no you can't do that you need to get off twitter isn't it cra- what fucking crazy times we are living in well you know another time was when um because uh, peppermint had me on her show and i love uh-huh. peppermint and she's too. very pc she's all yeah. about the language and the gender especially which is great you know I, I think i might be part of the gender explosion i think i might be part of the diaper explosion <laughs> oh, without a doubt uh, but <laughs> the, i don't girl i don't 
I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I just thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting about because Chrissy Teigen it was a Elizabeth Warren supporter, so the yeah. Trump people hate her because she's popular, right? And for a certain side. So in their publications, like the New York Post or uh-huh. the uh, the Murdoch papers in England, Daily Mail. I don't know if that's the Sun or whatever the the, the cheesiest ones, because those have a conservative bias. So those will be the papers that that like Page Six and New yeah. York Post. And so they'll even, you know, I mean, listen, they'll all exaggerate on stuff that didn't really happen if they want to bash somebody because of their political ideology. They're looking for excuses. Oh, without a doubt. And both sides do it nonstop. Oh, without a doubt. But I think that what's interesting about her is that she had a moment when she was on Twitter where she was posting all of this stuff. And then she made this big announcement, which is my big pet peeve, is when they make the announcement (laughs) that they're leaving. Leaving. And then she's back. And then she's back. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, if you're going to leave, just fucking leave. You know, I don't understand the coming back to it. And you also go, here is somebody who's got money, lives a life, obviously can afford her $26,000 bottle of wine. Why is she throwing it in everybody's face? Just go drink your drink. Go sit in your fancy house. Deal with your kids. You know, I don't understand the need to put it out there and then feel then be vindictive or hateful when you actually canceled canceled or called tone deaf for it don't you agree well she needed an accessory for uh-huh. her new plumped up uh, squirrel cheeks girl she <laughs> she i mean look listen she, she already had that look she, she already did. had high cheekbones yeah well you know it is that thing though i i, I think that once it's a, it's a i mean have you had any work done uh I had liposuction on my second chin yeah. many, many years ago. Are you kidding me? Really? No. Can't no, tell. it was even bigger. It was even <laughs> bigger. It was juicier and hotter. And girl, when I would put those hot oils on it and give you some poppers. Woo, <laughs> that, that's when your yeah. screen That's when your screen name was Bullfrog. Yeah, that that's was right not. Girl. Oh, yeah, no, girl. girl. It girl. still is. Oh. oh. Bullfrog. You still want it, Mary? <laughs> Sorry, Bull- Murray, 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 <laughs> Murray, Murray, Bullfrog is part of my journey. Yes. What's <laughs> that <laughs> Oh, girl, what other scandals have been lighting you up, darling? No, just in general. I think it all, it's all been lighting me up. I feel like that since this quarantine, everybody's just kind of been on this heightened moment. It's like every little thing becomes a big old scandal. As they said, there was two stories running, to get back to the Ellen thing, which which we briefly went over. But it was like one article said her four-year contract was up, ending next year. And then the other one said, she's fired and Twitter goes wild. And it's like, so what is it? Like, Her apparently, statement was that if the show is no longer a challenge someone mm-hmm. else online who i don't know said yeah. that the that, that the ratings had been down but i'm going to tell you the truth so what's all this talk about uh, we you know we respect strong women well why yeah. can't she just say honey i kept you laughing for, for that, 19 yeah. seasons yeah. do you think everybody that's run through a hollywood studio with the ambitions and egos and not have some goofs and now y'all are talking about that you're not watching my show because i have a toxic work environment do not think about my work environment think right. about the show I think mean, about the product is, yeah. yeah i mean this is this is just crazy so I had heard, and this is so random and unproven, that Ellen wasn't the nicest person. And we know that there are queens who are genius comics, like the Jerry Lewis syndrome. Where, oh, yeah. You know, when they're not performing, they are uh, a, Nightmares. a little mean-spirited, but they yeah. are also kind of sick and wild and hilarious. Yeah. So 
you know, um, that's that that's comes with the territory. Agreed. I wasn't shocked by any no. of it. And I think that's what's so crazy is that, oh, you're canceling someone because they weren't nice. Like, uh, uh, where do you draw the line? You know, where do you find anything, uh, especially with someone with that much success? I would think she'd have to have a set of balls. She probably doesn't take any shit. You know, uh, I mean, wishing somebody on her, uh, Rosie wishing somebody on her staff cancer. Girl, <laughs> that's that's pretty good. But okay, that's but, a, it, it is good. But here, here's the thing about that. That sounds totally heartless. Right. But we don't know what was said to Rosie. And uh-huh. we don't know if Rosie was laughing when yeah. she and that employee were getting along. No, it could be it could not be that way. But you know, you know, I don't, this other cancellation recently that I saw differently from other people, but I do a podcast called Ebony and Irony with Mona Exchange, and we talked about Meghan Markle after that Oprah interview came out. Yeah. And it was like, it was interesting to me that a lot of people's takeaway was that the queen is racist. Yeah, because, how is that? Yeah. Well, okay, well go ahead. I mean, yeah. we actually had a history professor on the, yeah. the show from, from, from England to talk about, you know, what 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 did this really mean? And basically, the, the queen and the, are, are, are rich conservative. That what would be Republicans Correct. over here? You know, so it's like they that that is the, the dynasty, right? That had all those you know colonies all over Africa, India. You know that that is Hong Kong. That's what they're based on. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to start c- canceling people for that, but. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't I know. Find it, I find it just rather, it's rather, it's tricky because I go, if if you don't like it, let's just say, you know, I'm not a fan. There's nothing that you're going to do that's going to make me like you. What is the point? What is the, like, there's other channels, there's other queens, there's other people, there's other, you know what oh, I mean? No, there's I, other, I, I try to do something to please you. Oh, you must do, please, because you, you know. I, I mean, the, I canceled I, several auditions. No, just to be here. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yes. But but it's that kind of a mentality because I know you're like me. I don't care. You just don't care. You can't care about everybody's <laughs> feelings. I mean, you could tell, you know, we don't care. Look at us. But in the end, it's just like, it's too much Ooh. energy to think, oh, someone's not going to be funny. Whatever happened with it just being funny. It may not be funny to you, but it's, it's still funny. Someone likes it. Okay, so... What I was realizing on Mother's Day oh God. is that my mother is so sexy. Oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> so, look, on, on, on Mother's Day, on Mother's Day, people posted pictures of memories of their mother, old pictures, picture of them and their mother, you know, yes. whatever. And so then there's people that, that say, uh, I fuck y'all. I don't. Uh, my mother was a bitch, or she treated me like shit, or whatever. Yeah. And hey, yeah, that's their experience. Then some people posted something, and you are really like, I mean, either you went through yourself this yourself, or you're really trying to include everybody because she uh, said, "What, oh, girl? I can't even remember, bitch. <laughs> you think I'm gonna do a podcast and get stuff? What, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> Oh, we, we were talking about how you used to have sex with your mother. That's what we were talking oh. about. Yes, that's what it was. Oh, I know that. That's why I hate that bitch. She won't do it no more. That's why I hate that bitch. She a bitch. Okay, so let me just say, we're good with cancel culture at this point, but I got to tell you guys that, okay. Uh, no, we're many, not. We're not. No, oh, shut up. Shut up. I'm going to cancel shut you. Up. Listen, listen. Oh. I said, what's funny is that I've known Bunny for quite some time. And, and what I love about uh, oh, oh Bunyan that makes me cackle is I had actually met Bunny uh, many, oh God, how many years ago? But it was in New Orleans. Too it many. Was, 
it was probably in the in the late 90s uh, that I first met Bunyan. And Bunny had come down to do a show at the Bourbon Pub. And I worked across the street at the Oz, which was the other bar that I worked at. And we were doing a show that was dealing with illusions. And that's what they do in the South. Everybody dresses up as someone. Shut up. I say illusions, but it was a smoky bar. But I was at the club. Bunny had been there, blah, blah, blah. And in the end, Bunny said to me after the show, because in the show, I was hosting the show as myself. And then I went ahead and um, uh, did share at the end of the show, as most queens do when they have a big nose and brown. So I did the show, whatever. Bunny's notes after where you were really funny as yourself. What you should do is get a look uh, for yourself, put it together and create that. Like everybody's going to do share. Other people will do it better. They'll get surgery, you know, work on your own thing and it'll be great. I thought, what wonderful kind, sweet, genuine, loving advice from this historical figure that was there to see me. So, cut to, one night, Bunny and I are working together in New York about, what, 20 years later? And we're backstage, and this troll, it could be maybe maybe 16, 17 years. Anyway, Bunny's backstage, and I decide one night to retell the story to Bunny. And I go, Bunny, do you remember this, blah, blah, blah. And I tell her, I say, it was really meaningful and really lovely. And Bunny goes, here, what I said to you was to get AIDS and die, faggot. And then she ran. <laughs> that sounds like quite a night. <laughs> and we're going to hear a word from our sponsors and be right back with Lady Bunny. And we're back with Lady Bunny, who was wishing me dead 20 years ago, and I did not follow her advice, which is the big <laughs> There's challenge. time. No, There's no, there time. is. There is. No, but I appreciated your advice, and it's been really, really helpful in, in, <laughs> in my career, I must say. I want say. to manifest your death so that we can all pull it into existence. <laughs> you want that to be my journey. You want that to be my journey. Journey into a coffin. <laughs> Now, aside from doing your podcast, what else have you been doing during this quarantine? Have you just been trapped at home? Because you and I are never home. You and I are always like out doing something. And you've lived in New York how many fucking years now? You've been there, what, 30 years? 35 years. And you probably... Maybe maybe not. Maybe almost. But you've never spent this much time in your apartment. Ever. Oh, no. Oh, God. I love to leave and I love to stay in hotels and you know um order room service and, mm-hmm. you know i'm shocked all, all by that i'm shocked that you order food i am so <laughs> that that to me <laughs> the fat shaming I'm, I'm it's part gonna, of your journey, your journey. I, i'm gonna cancel you for fat shaming but first i'm gonna cancel my fifth order of ice cream because i really don't feel that i need it today so oh, tell, you know, it is hot though. So tell me this though. So in your 35 years that you've been there, this is the longest you've been in that apartment. What have you been doing oh. to keep yourself sane? I mean, are you? Well, I know you're not sane, but I mean, what have you been doing to kind of stay afloat? Well, I know well, you do float. Um, <laughs> I do a poot cast with an exchange. Yeah. I am getting ready to go on a tour with the Drive and Drag Girls. Oh, the thing good. that you did. I'm going to do a leg of and yeah, um, up and down the Eastern Seaboard, Chicago, North Carolina, uh, Philly, mm-hmm. Boston, mm-hmm. New York. So I'll do that with Asia O'Hara, Aquaria, all the girls. Yep. And um, that's like a, a a produced show where they all come out and do like a. I don't do, they do like a superhero yes. thing and um and I can't, can't wait for everyone to see what superhero I'm going to be but it's going to be super large. <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Super yeah. Super sized. Okay. Super si- 
<laughs> no, I did it earlier this year, and it was a lot of fun. I, uh, you know, it was also just nice to get out of the house, you know, to go out and do something. Even though the audience is in cars, uh, it does get a little tricky, but it's just nice to be amongst the people every now and then. I wonder if people will be more jubilant now that they've said masks off. You know, Ooh, you, don't yeah. have to wear, you don't have to wear masks in public um, yeah. uh, unless you're in a big group. Uh, but it, you do have to wear it in a train plane or airport, uh, uh, whatever, girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, do you have you been paranoid <laughs> with have you been paranoid uh, actually schlepping around in New York City with, with oh, you know, w- with the scenario? I mean, because I know now you're fully vaccinated, right? Yes. 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 yes so so there's rabies. I still have to get the COVID <laughs> shot. We're going to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to work on that coach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you, you're taking care of for the rabies at this moment. But have, I mean, were you paranoid? Were you freaking oh, girl, out? Were you thinking this is the way you're going to go? This Because I mean, I know you personally and I know that you're a nut job. But yeah, were you like totally freaking out by this? Well, honey, uh, Saturday night, I get on my first flight in a year. Guess oh where God. it is? Michigan. Where? Which Ooh. is the number one hotspot in the country. So and, and 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 dig this. I told someone, oh, I'm a little nervous about going to the hot spot of the country. They said New York City's a hot spot. And I was like, oh. I looked at the map and girl, Australia and China are the only ones that are free from this because they went and yanked they everybody did it out right. of their home and said, fucking test now. Yeah. Then get get a fucking then we're yanking you out if you have it yeah. so we can laugh about oh authoritarian governments but sometimes when it you're works. too crazy to get vaccinated you might want to hit it one time <laughs> it's true it works because i was looking at everybody in australia and new zealand i'm thinking damn had we just done it right had we just followed the rules but you know in america we all have rights we all have journeys we all have our moment that they don't have to follow the rules and that's where i think we're in this fucked up situation right now you know so they were able to politicize the virus, yeah. which is a horrible thing for the country to go through because it, it associates the, the the ride of the pandemic, the grim ride. With, <laughs> you know, um, oh, it's just a mess. It's a mess. It is a mess. With your political party. So the Republicans believe you should not wear masks. You do not need a vaccine because this is all they watch Fox News or Fox News. Who's Donald Trump? But then the left believes that you know when I posted two weeks ago, you can take your mask off um, in in certain settings. You know, or, or if if you're walking around, you're not and you're alone basically. Right. And so um, you know, or walking around, and and, and so they were, I posted that they said. I was vaccinated in January, and I wear my mask to go to the mailbox. And well, somebody else posted and said I am. Uh, um, I don't want anyone to see me. Actually, this is someone on Twitter saying, I like wearing the mask. I haven't gotten a flu or cold. I was like, permanently you're going to wear it? So oh, there girl. are a lot of people who are on the liberal side. But to me, and this is this this can traumatize anyone in any way they want it to. Yes. People have lost lives and livelihoods. Yeah. But, oh, girl, it's, I mean, it, it's a mess. It's wild. No, it really I is mean, a wild. I, I don't want to blame anybody for taking extra precautions because I don't know if they have asthma. And in yeah. fact, yeah. I think one of the situations they said, be more careful with your mask if you have a bad immune system. Yeah. So, um, you know, but but I, I don't know. Let's take a minute to say, ooh, I hope it's a corner turn because this is this it's wild. Well, you know, I mean, and- I mean, personally, I wear the mask because I'm ugly, but it's just that type of thing when you're going through the madness, you're thinking, let me do the right thing. And then I, w- but my big concern is when everybody's like, I want the world to get back to normal. Well, I don't think normal is the right word. Normality on some level. But in the end, like with what we do, I'm like, okay, so the world gets back to normal. Who the hell's got money now to go see a bunch of drag queens? Like who, you know what I mean? It, it, it's a oh, shift from where 
we are. And it's not like, click your fingers and we're done. I think everybody thought that when Biden was coming into office, like, boop, everything's great now. You know, I mean, sure, there is some mental ease that we don't have to hear, you know, Trump. But in the end, you're just kind of like, wait a minute, we're not done with all this yet. There's a lot more to be done. Well, there was an article um, in The Guardian about how classical music, like orchestras for theater is going to be smaller, smaller groups. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously the smaller amounts of people in there for, for a time being at least. So, yeah. um, you know, I don't know. Are they going to start doing something where you need to get vaccinated to go certain places? I don't know. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't think businesses could really could they say that? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if legally if they could do that. No, that's probably a tricky situation. Yeah, it so, is. It is wild. I'm just hoping that, you know, just having that glimmer of hope, you know, at the end of the tunnel, just kind of like, all right, well, maybe we can get to it then, you know, and 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 plow towards the light somehow. And will it make us appreciate stuff that we had that we were bitching about when we had it? Uh, like touring? Mm. No, I'll still bitch. No, but you know what I mean? I mean, it's a different scenario. I mean, once you're out of it, you miss it. You're like, oh, man, you know, it, it's it's nice to it, you'll enjoy going out. You're not going to bitch. You're fine. You don't have to plow through it. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to my doctor told me to wear two masks. I said for safety. He said, no, nobody wants to sit at the top of your face either. <laughs> that works out. <laughs> I think it's funny that you went to a doctor. I know that's not true. I know I, I, that's I'm transitioning. <laughs> This part of my journey. Let me ask you. My true best true life. (laughs) What what, what I want to know, what I want to know from you in this scenario is after all these years in the business, let's see. I mean, you started in what? 1980 what? Three, four, eighty-three, eighty-four. Okay, maybe I don't know. Okay, so so you, yeah. Okay, so now, so since nineteen and young with RuPaul Charles down in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah, living in one dump where the fucking door opened right off the sidewalk, and there I was, twenty years old, getting everything. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? Oh, just How nasty! A yeah, tramp you, on the sidewalk. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But the the question mm-hmm. to you is, like, after you've been through all of these years and all of this stuff, what do you make of the the drag scene now? Because I find myself, and I mean, I didn't start till 96, but I find myself going, this ain't what I know to be drag. This is not how I look at it. This homogenized, like me, like me scenario. But yet, drag is kind of everywhere. Drag queens falling out of trees. How do you feel about it? Do you feel like this is a good thing? Do you feel like it's a bad thing? Do you feel like it's 50-50? Where are you in the midst of this? Well, I'm, I'm triggered by the racism of drag queens falling out of trees because I know what you're oh, trying God. to bring up, uh, <laughs> Bianca Del Rio. And um, I've met, so I met every fucking faggot is dressing up in a wig. But there was times and I, I've talked about this but wait, before. Okay, but let me ask you this. When you say, yeah, I, I'll, I can tell you about what I think about. But when you say this is not what I think of as drag, do you mean like the hard other paint like the like the i've been literally like a kabuki clown i mean do you hate that because it's so artificial and you're used to because i mean your your look is a little in between there no you know. no i mean i mean i mean just the behavior of it is what i mean is oh, that the, the I, homogenized I, yeah the homogenized version like looks girl things come and go but i i sit back and think about like what i knew it to be drag was fun drag was edgy gay people hated us you know what i mean it was in a bar in the middle of the night we were you know rotted you could say and do and have a good time that now it's like you're a role model you're an activist you love everyone and it's just it it doesn't work for 
me. It's just not how I feel about it. And I'm wondering, like, for you, who, you know, you're on that fine line of, of, of going, <laughs> going into areas that are enjoyable to me, but do you find that it's kind of, like, upsetting? Because you, you look at these children and just go, what the fuck is this? You know? Do you? Um... Yeah, of course, and and, and and they have every right to say, to say, you know, when, when when I'm inching up some stairs and they're behind me, come on, Granny, just like I say, come on, you know, you whippersnapper. I I don't know. It's funny because when you are in a a club or bar setting, like you just said, yeah, and you know, I mean, you are going to be with the the trans people. You are yeah. going to be with with. I mean, that's one reason why you got your job. Do you think a drag is? It, I mean, why would you choose to be a drag in New Orleans? or or, or uh, Atlanta, Georgia, if you didn't like trans people. That's who you're of working with mostly. Of course. Stupid. Yeah, well, you know, it was actually um, um, a, a trans performer in New Orleans that called me the clown first, and I loved it. She wanted me to know that I was the clown, as if I didn't have a mirror. But in the end, Were it was just... Were you funny back then? Uh, funny looking, but the mm. thing was, it, it's just that type of it's just that type of world where it's like, yeah, I have no problem with with anybody performing or anybody doing it, but I guess now it's just the social media angst and the net and the words and the let's put it out there and let's discuss it and let's talk about. It. I think anybody can do drag. Put your fucking wig on, twirl around, do whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't matter to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Or when people say we need permission to be in drag, what does that even mean to me? Well, they need permission to be in drag. Well, people ask, "Is it okay?" And then I say, "Denied." Denied. Get out. Permission denied. Get out. Yeah, but you are horrible. (laughs) Well, that yeah, I say that often. But truly, it it just comes from a different place. I don't think that anybody has to explain themselves to anybody. Do whatever the fuck you want to do if it makes you happy, right? There's some of the mystery is gone. Then the, maybe the, that's some, it. Some of the danger is gone because oh, that for you, sure. you say it is homogenous. And, you know, I mean, there's an element of you hosting something, doing your act. It's edgy. It's yeah, not yeah. homogenized. No. No. It's, yeah, but, it's, but, but, but don't you find that you've accepted the fact that, hey, this is just what I do. And I think that's the only way to go through it. I can't go through it thinking everyone is going to like me and ev- I need to find a way to be liked by everybody. And there's certain drag queens that do that, that feel the need to present that fake side publicly. Because now it's like, oh, I do drag. And then I'm also this reality star who is a humanitarian who loves everybody. But I can show you every text from those bitches that is just rotted, nasty cunts. But it's funny to me me that that's how people think you need to be to advance in the drag world where back in the day it, it, we didn't have those options it wasn't the case I, I think for a while mediocre has succeeded safe has succeeded there's so many landmines with you know political correctness did you see that uh did you see elon musk hosting saturday I, night live i did not i oh. i saw the well i did not watch it did you watch it I watched one most mystical part of why they're yeah. going to have him on there, just because he's rich. I mean, yeah. he said he's the first host to have Asperger's, you know, yeah. okay. or, or, that he's aware of. And I yeah. guess that was a joke. Like, oh, the food one. But they should have had you. They should have had you because you'd be the first one with burgers in your ass. <laughs> but that's a whole other story. Can I have some in my stomach and mouth, too? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so... The, 
they had a, a, they had Elon come in, and then they had like three Gen Xers with like skateboarder blue hair brushed forward, and they used words like sis, oh, and you know uh, uh, that was that was. And so they wrote an article, all these articles and tweets about it, saying that th- it was dis- the skit was disrespecting AAVE, which is African American Vernacular English. I don't know what it is oh. exactly. And so Michael, the okay. black guy who wrote it, Michael Che, came back and said. Oh, I don't even know what AAV is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. Yeah. He said, you know, and, and, and so I mean, it's like, how do you like, win? Are yeah. these people who are protecting others who don't want protection? Because yeah. I'm not interested in their critiques. No, they, they are. They are in the mood to bring someone down. And you know what? I don't care what Gina Carano uh, does. I don't care what she thinks about the election. I can think she's an idiot. I can think that she's wrong. But this is this is just so I mean, honestly, I don't care about Chrissy Tiger. I don't like her particularly. But I mean, I don't care if she said that when she was 26 to someone that's 16. That doesn't seem that cruel to me. Right. You know? Right. And and just like, what do you benefit by saying that? Uh, it's like, I think if everybody, I think everybody. See, that's, what the, that's what they let on, that they're a bitch. So well, I would and? love for Ellen to say, yes. I'm, you're always talking about strong women. Well, guess what? I'm a bitch. I run a tight ship. Everybody yeah. that works for me is a jerk. Got Agreed. it? Agreed. Agreed. Let's laugh and dance. But, yeah, exactly. They call it for what the fuck it is. I totally agree with you. And that's what I find. You know, it's so weird that we as drag queens are saying, well, this is just being authentic. This is just us saying, this is what it's about. I don't, but I don't like the sappiness. I don't like the kindness. And, you know, if it's there, I know where to find it. If I want to get upset or cry or what have you, but it ain't my thing. It's just not what I call my form of entertainment. And I use that term loosely like your asshole. I'm just saying it. It is what it is. You just put it out there. Somebody's going to like it. Somebody's going to go, you know what? I really don't like Lady Bunny or I find that to be offensive. Great. But that doesn't mean you can't go work and entertain the people that like you. Oh, yes. They, well, they want to they want to take your jobs away. I talked to Monet about it because she said, I kind of want to know what charities there. I was like, I want to hear the singing. If Patty d- says something or does something mean, I don't care because the voice Patty is LaBelle. what sends me. Yeah. And I don't need to, to, to um, I don't need to pull back on that or, you know, I'm going to love her voice and love the woman that she is forever. Right. Right. You know, Agreed. I don't have to love everything that she does in stressful work situations. Agreed. I don't need I, to approve of what charities or church she goes to. No, and I did not dislike Joan Rivers or Phyllis Diller because they're Republicans. No, no, I totally agree. I, I'm and not like, of that mindset. You're a Republican and you're garbage. If my ideas no. are better, then let me fucking win you over. I'll put them up next to yours. Agree, no. but also it's it's entertainment, and that's what you were trying to point out is that you're saying you know Patty can do Patty can do this, Patty can do that, but you just enjoy Patty's voice and Patty's pies. But it is that thing oh. where you just like, th- you, have you had a Patty pie? No, you've never had a Patty pie. I'm country. We don't eat store bought pies, darling. I, I'm just, but it's not no. like you're fucking making pies. You're too busy making crystal meth in your fucking hut. You Did know you that the crystal meth people don't get COVID as much. Why is that? I, I don't know. That's the truth. It's the truth. <laughs> How would they know? Part All right, wait. two is, may I sell you a bag? <laughs> okay, we're going to take a short break and hear from our sponsors. No! And we'll be back no! with Lady Bunny to, no! to discuss crystal meth. No, we'll be right back. I need you. <laughs> And 
And we're back with Lady Bunny, who was giving us her delicious crystal meth recipe. So do you mm-hmm. want to go through that for us one more time? How much Drano... Not we're on air. How much Drano do you put... That was during put, the break. I'm sorry. Stop never it. mind. Never mind. Never mind. We'll save that tip for you later. Bun Bun cooks the classics. But, Bunny, so <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask you. Wait, back in your day, because, I mean, I know you now. I know you don't drink. But what was your drink of choice? Were you a vodka drinker or were you... Because I always say vodka or tequila really tells a lot about a person. Were you a vodka-based or tequila-based? Get ready, honey. What? Beer. Beer! Are oh, you... Yeah. Wait, you would drink a, beer? Beer and drag. chug them. Ice cold. Mm-hmm. Worship them. Are you kidding me? I did not know this I, about I you. Drink, but I drink, but once in a while, like every year, I'll have a non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, it gets you going. You like the gas bubbles? Is that what it is? You like to fill that belly you got? I don't like them, but everyone else does. Oh, I see. Yes, you know, at parties. I do remember that one time that we I were together. I bring my own balloons. <laughs> of course you do. They're brown <laughs> and sticky, but I do bring them. <laughs> I didn't say stinky, because I eat you right. <laughs> eat healthy and clean. Mm-hmm. That's why I won't eat your ass. Listen, I eat clean. Do, do, you, do you remember that time <laughs> you asked me? Your ass. Do you remember that time you asked me to suck your dick and I had to get a kickstand to hold up your stomach to get to it? Do you remember that? Um, that wasn't a kickstand. That was my c- catheter. <laughs> So, you would drink beer before a show. You would be in full drag and guzzle a cold beer? Oh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. The peeing wasn't fun with fake nails, which I wore a lot when I was an ingenue. <laughs> you honestly wore nails back in the day? I'm shocked by this. Oh, yes, along the square tip. Oh, you were flattening. You, you were feeling the fantasy back then. Now, Occasionally, I would wear nude or orange, coral. Ooh, oh, you love your coral. Pink. I've seen that blush. Silver, I would wear anything light. I don't look good in dark. You don't? Uh, I don't look good in dark lipstick or uh, fingernails. Really? That's interesting. No. I didn't realize that was your philosophy. Because I know the coral lipstick, the peach blush, and the blue eyeshadow. But I'm also fascinated that you always wear... I say the second part. No, and how pretty it makes you for oh. all these years still. Let me, let me say that. And for make it, make, yeah, you're so pretty. I mean, you know, to be fair, you know, you are a beautiful specimen. That's the only reason why I fuck you from the back. What? It, it is. No. So, so anyway, I've been doing some bullshit. Honey, you know, I work on little bits and pieces recorded by act. I've been... Uh, uh, did a few download shows over this COVID time. Yeah. St- I go to Michigan to do three shows at Grand Rapids Hamburger Mary's. Yeah. And then open this new night with, uh, yeah, Amanda, Shaquita, and Brandon. And then I go on that tour. So they're doing like a dinner thing called Queens in the Yard. Yeah. And, you know, but I haven't said, I haven't said that I did not go crazy. I know a lot of, this has been a taxing thing on many people's coping mechanisms. They yes. are stressed out. They are, they are maxed out. So, yeah. That's why I hope that this, you know, because honestly, the the history, I hope the vaccine is the new thing in this equation. But until now, it's been shut down. Cases go down, open up, cases go up, shut down, and so on. Yeah, no, so completely. The, but now there's a the vaccine. That's the new part. So listen, I don't, I think it would be foolishly optimistic <laughs> to, to, to think everything's gone. 
I no, I agree. Be the case. No, I'm, I'm totally. not a scientist. Or have, I have Wait no a minute. Inside. No. Wait a minute. You're not Wait, a scientist. I'm not a scientist. You are no, not a scientist. Oh, did oh you want God. scientist lady, buddy? <laughs> well, oh shit! I take LSD for that. <laughs> Yeah, this, this is, is just weed and PCP. Yeah, I was going to say, all right. So I have to call you back if you're going to be the, the scientist. Yeah, okay. No, yes. I, uh, you know, I know that you said you, I mean, I know that we, I, because I've spoken to you, that you've been vaccinated. I was back. Did you have any side effects? I mean, with someone like you, can you really tell if there's side effects? I mean, I welcome the side effects as <laughs> a high, as a buzz, you know? Really? Really? Yeah. Did you have any side effects? Did you feel, you know? No, you... I had none. I mean, really? actually, I will tell the truth. The first one, yes. because I was nervous about it, because it you? is mm. new technology. And, you know, of course, I was the first in line to go get them. But I had a cab driver on the way over to get it there. A really cute Dominican guy, the kind that says thing, like thing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the, the, the thing is, my wife, a <laughs> girl was so cute. He said his wife has had it because she has asthma. But he said he'll get it when it's his turn. But he yeah. said the vaccine was rushed. And I said, well, of course it was rushed. I'm rushing in your cab to, 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 to go get rushing it. you to go get it. Yeah. You know, but, but, so I'm glad it was rushed. And, 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 but I had to admit, of course it was rushed. You yeah. Know, it was rushed. Yeah. I mean, it is crazy. I'm glad it was rushed, but it was rushed. So that did make people nervous. So I did feel like a twinkling down from my arm into yeah. my hand the first night, as I imagined MRNA technology being pumped <laughs> into my veins. And I'm a bit of a hypochondriac, so I could have noticed you? a little <laughs> bit of a flicker of the same potion going down in my leg. But it was only on one side, and it was over the next day, except for a slight headache. But here's the doozy. And, oh God! Uh, I think podcast listeners may be a little bit too young for this. <laughs> Let's hear it. But my pet, when you get that second shingles vaccine, oh. Oh! <laughs> you told me about this. That got you together. Now, have you had chickenpox as a child? Did you have chickenpox as a kid? Um. <laughs> I don't think so. I yeah, I didn't either. I didn't have it as a child. And they were saying that if you, as you get older, if you do develop shingles, that it's going to be a bad case if you've never had chicken pox. So I'm fearful of it because I'm kind of inching on the uh, age bracket as you are. So you'd got the vaccine for the shingles. And what what, did, yeah. what were the side effects to that? that? Oh, bedridden for 18 hours, practically. I mean, I could get oh. up and I could get, no, I mean, I was laid out. Don't make plans. Yes. Hey, I hope yes. it's different for you. I'm not trying to spread fear about <laughs> yeah. vaccines. I want people to get vaccinated. So I mean, get this fucking shit over with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I totally agree. But it is that kind of a thing. I guess I was worried when I had the first one. And then I had the second one. I was just happy to have the second one because I thought then I can just say, all right, we're good. We got the second. I'm I'm, I'm feeling optimistic about all of it, you know, that I just go, yeah, all right. I think we need to... We need that for our spirit to just say, oh, the sun's out. Everything's nice. Yeah. Spring's here. Maybe we'll have a semblance of a summer. You know, maybe we'll have to be careful. But, you know, uh, I'm hopeful. And I haven't been hopeful that much. I mean, it, it really... It, the, the the way that they bicker over it. Yeah. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. No, it really is. But I have a question for you. Have you ever had sex with an animal? Which kind? No, it just came to me because I'm just looking at you thinking, you know, you would seem that type of person that would be frisky and just go ahead and try it. Like, have you ever, and I don't mean like a Puerto Rican with a horse hung dick. I'm talking about somebody like an actual, like something, like an actual animal. Have you ever had sex with an animal? And I see that you're yes, thinking. But my parents were with me, so that was fine. <laughs> I trusted them. And there was only, well, there were two and a half stables. <laughs> so it was, a, it was a light day. It was a light day for you. <laughs> Just two and a half stables full. No, I get it. No, I get it. Now, growing up, growing up in Chattanooga, Tennessee, that's where you grew up. But you were yes. born in... 
Wilmington, North Carolina. Wilmington, North and, Carolina. And uh, lived a couple other places, but was in Chattanooga by age five. Grew about up there five. with school. My parents still live in the house I grew up in. Are you kidding me? So when you go home, you go back to Little Bunny's room? I did go back there, not this Christmas, but last. Really? And does it, is it like a mind fuck for you to go back into that world? See, I when I left there, I went to bigger cities. So I went to Atlanta. Right. I went to New York. Yes. And I'm a city girl. Yeah. You know, I'm, 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 I, I don't drive. My mm-hmm. dad did not want me to drive because a, a teenage, quote, boy, unquote, <laughs> Um, my journey, my journey, my early journey, um, you know, (laughs) the insurance will go up and I was only going to be home for a couple months in the summer. So he didn't want to fool with it. And so he was, I was left-handed. He didn't want to teach me. And ever since then I've had public transportation and, you know, taxis and all that, you know, I'm a simple country girl. I don't have Uber. I I don't need to look at it in a phone. I look at a big yellow cab and stick my fucking arm out. Ain't that the truth. I can get, I, but I can manage that. You could know some but I, clueless Uber fool canceling on me five I know times. You don't, I know you don't like things. You don't like technology too much, but you do actually do pretty good with it. You do better than I do because I'm really horrible at it. I don't understand how any of this fucking fuckery works. And that's, if, if anything, this past year, that's what it's been like with the Zoom and in the podcast and in the speakers and the in and the out and the this and that. I don't know any of this shit. So I find it fascinating that you're able to do it. I don't even know how to put a filter on a photo. No, I can I see you. It. I can see you right now. I trust you. Oh, what a sight. Oh, my God. Um, no, but growing up, but when you go back home, though, does it feel weird, you know, because you have been so disconnected from it, because you have been a city girl? Is it kind of weird? I mean, I know your mom, it your mom's is. a huge supporter of Bunyan and all that, but, like, do you get there and go, what the fuck do I do now? I'm sure the horses you had sex with are already dead, so what do you do? They are. Yeah. Well, they were in hospice, some of them maybe still in hospice. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, so look, I mean, all I can do is walk around to, na- to see where neighbors used to live, you know, when, when I, 45 years ago, you know, that's all I can do. Yeah. So I don't drive. There's the nearest store is a, a mile to walk and it's a convenience store. So I'm there, you know, at my, with my parents, return to the scene of the crime. This yes. should never do, but I do. Yeah. And, you know, we, we can get on. I mean, they had a terrible terrible family friend the last time i was there and i put my foot down and i said no 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 because they wanted me to do a zoom call after that i said no you're not joining the i'm not joining the zoom call if he is because he was oh, really rotten at christmas yeah rotten well was he just politically against you or just a no, total douchebag first he said something about how it, when he came in to, to in, introduce himself to me talking about how he can get any girl's phone number in three minutes and then uh-huh. i was like uh you're not attractive you're not giving any girl's <laughs> phone, phone number and first of all, I am not a girl yet. So call me pansexual he-man until I am. Well, honey, you are frying pansexual. That's what you are. <laughs> <It's sad. laughs> anyway, so Chattanooga was a cute place to grow up. They have free internet in Chattanooga. Oh, so that's a good it's, thing. It's, it's actually, you know how southern towns, yes. a lot of them will just die downtown yeah and and, and the uh, people only go there f- until 5 p.m to work right and then they so get the fuck out Ch- yeah that happened to chattanooga a lot in the south and then they really fixed chattanooga's up with like a walking bridge and re- museums or w- whatever so it's got like those tourist things rock city all those crazy things so anyway <laughs> it's, it's not some, a place that i cherish and i don't have ties there and i really like keeping in touch with people of you know, course so it, it really makes me a little upset to be there with only like two 
Yeah, no, I totally hang with. Yeah, I mean, no, it's got to be challenging, especially at this point in your life. Everybody must be dead, right? Everybody's dead around you. Like uh, you not killed everybody. Listen, <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying, uh, it's, not the ones I want to blow. <laughs> if she you can hit it, if you, if you could kill any drag queen right now, who would it be? Take a minute, <laughs> think this through. If you, if, I've got it. I've got it. Uh, okay, okay, who? Sahara Davenport. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> yep, that's it. If you could bring any drag queen back to life, who would it be? Katya. <laughs> Please, we need to give her something. We need to give her something. We really, really do. No, I do find it fascinating, though. As I, you know, you've been around doing what you're doing, and you've been, you know, entertaining us for the masses for so goddamn long. And I mean, some of that shit and the jokes and all is just so rotted and so funny. But then it's so right. So in quarantine, are you now like storing up all this extra material? And when you hit the road, it's just going to be like the laughing palooza of death. Because of those of you, obviously, if you're listening, you know that Bunny does her famous laughing, which you can find on YouTube. And you can see all of her fabulous renditions of reading basically everybody. But are you like stockpiled now? Do you have everything that you can go after with all these cunts? Or do you even know who half these people are to make fun of them anymore? I have loads of new dresses. I have loads of new material. I let some of my dresses out. Yeah, nice to fuck your own joke. Um, I knew you were doing that. I knew I saw it. The question was, do you have do you have all this new material now, or do you just not know who any of these people are? Because I, I know do that, have some. Yeah. I do have some. I, you know, I mean, I will kind of be familiar with the big moments, like when Tamisha and Candy uh, oh. were, were about to go outside and have a fight. And I told Latrice, "Wow, I remember when um, catchphrases meant something." It's like <laughs> I said what I said. I said, yeah, honey. I, I don't. I'm not clear on that. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. When that's little the punchline, I'm when, not when, clear when... on that little girl. <laughs> so, little girl. I mean, but you know that what I was telling Monet because we had. One podcast where we got into that. And of course, I said, babe, I don't know Demisha. I don't yeah. know anything about what was filmed on the show. All yeah. I know is what I saw. But I, I, I saw her videos and she was magnificent back in the 90s. Oh, with yeah. All dancers and dancing. So, you know, I want to see that. That's well, what I, I fell always in love say. with her. And I watched her on YouTube and I watched another and another and another video. I thought she was dynamite and yes. always had like some little gimmick to, to with the staging to push the number over into like a super like punch yeah take it why, take did, it. why did i get to see somebody fighting in a in a side room when i see the premier showcase for drag internationally i'm yeah. not interested in fighting i want to see you shining I agree. I always say the same thing. I said, you know, I, I think also back in the day, it was just a thing where you had to have a talent, you know, and, and when you worked in a club or when you when you were on the scene, uh, pre-internet, pre, you know, all that fuckery, is that one was a dancer, one was the singer, one was the comedian, one was the clown, one was this. And that's what made a good show. Because if one doesn't like one, is it now it's like everybody wants to do what somebody else is doing, or it's more about, let me try to show you who I am as a person in my journey, as opposed to just entertain, like fucking entertain. 
entertained. I'm not going to go see a bitch's show just because, oh, I feel sorry for her. Or she, oh, you know, it's she's had a rough life. Let me go see her show. I want to go see something funny. I want to go see something entertaining. I want to see your abilities and talents. And I think that's where we are now. Now it's just like, well, let me tell you about my life. Well, I don't want to hear about your fucking life. I don't care. So when I saw all these videos coming up with Tamisha, I was just like, I get it. Okay, you're upset. You signed a contract that apparently you didn't read. Whatever. Or you've got a team of lawyers. Whatever. What what you got for us? What? Why don't you give us show? Why don't you give us fanfare? Why don't you give us talent? You know? Well, why why wasn't she giving us talent instead of fighting on the show because of yeah. what whoever left in the show? That's that's all I yeah. know. If yeah. I see her on YouTube and it's better than the premiere drag platform, I don't get it. Yeah, if it's better completely. on YouTube. I don't yeah. get it. Yeah, I does it maybe, maybe I don't because use. We, I yeah, don't see it, girl. <laughs> I don't feature her. I don't feature her. <laughs> oh, her drugs just kick back in. That's what I love about it. No, but I think I think that's the part. Like you know, before you did it, you were just judged by what you did on stage. You know, like you were right. known as Lady Bunny, and that's what it was. Bunny's jokes and Bunny's performance. That's why nobody wanted to meet you. Nobody wanted to talk to you after about your life or have you. Well, and I mean, well, shut maybe. it. Nobody, nobody oh, wanted oh, to meet oh. you. But Credit in the is? end, no one, not even well, some prisoners, but listen, the point is, in the game of it, it was just, this is what Bunny's presenting, this is what Bunny was judged by. And I, I missed that part of it, because to me, that just made the most sense, you know? But what I'm trying to say is that, in speaking with Bonet, I think younger people like to know the totality of their stars. They don't compartmentalize Joan Rivers' Republican ism and yeah. her her ability to make them laugh i do i yes. like patty singing jones jokes yeah you know, wh- whatever but i agree Monet really wants to know what charities they're involved no. in what, what stuff they, they they speak out and you know so another thing about this is you know i i guess i don't know why rue left twitter but yeah. he's got to read maybe it was because he's got to kind of remain this neutral glamour figure, benevolent yeah. figure without going you know too deep into i mean was he getting grief over not posting about black lives matter which was happening yeah. you know yeah. For, yeah. For, for months he was you know me, you know i mean he's also he's always called a trans phobe which i don't believe to be true having grown up with him for right. eight ten years i don't believe that yeah so anyway um, it does no it does get tricky because then you have to fight that fine line it's it's like oh you're making money and you're out there and you're part of the gay community and that's what i say about these drag queens when they put everybody on a pedestal and they're like oh well you're just so amazing and you're wonderful and then one thing they don't like about you they pull you off the pedestal and then it's like look if you go looking for something you're going to be disappointed that's just how it you're is looking for it on drag race because this is where they encourage cat fights that's yeah. what i'm saying i don't see tamisha's dancing with, yeah i wish i with, could with, yeah uh, with with 10 dancers yeah you know, I agree. And special costumes i do, i see her trying to go and have a fight with another uh contestant so yeah i mean girl you know i watched the first one they weren't going to lip sync to call me maybe i said well you know what i think that's really tired you know i mean maybe <laughs> call me maybe it's the i am survive of y'all's generation and Not you know, whatever but and i mean i sing hey i just met you and this is crazy but here's my asshole condoms baby and I thought that was a cute twist that made it fresh in my own. Well, you, you know, know, and it's you know, also a public self health war because the doctor told me I should wear a mask on my ass. <laughs> well, I smelled it. Mm-hmm. I, I sorry. Do you need to take a moment to come? Give me a second. 
<laughs> yes, give me a second. Hey, give me a second to read. Let, <laughs> let, me, let me relive this in my head because I'm so excited by what you explained to me. I have to say, that was a beautiful twist on a song. You know, and you don't get the credit you deserve because you really are the Stephen Sondheim of the drag world. Your lyrics are just poignant and beautiful. And it don't actually, tell Jackie Beat. <laughs> who? I yeah. know. Who? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> But it is, it is a beautiful, it's beautiful what you do with it. It's like poetry. It's like haikus, you know, you take it to another level and it actually makes the song much far lower. more memorable. Mm -hmm. yeah, much lower level. Yeah, right much lo Coming at you live for <laughs> three years. <laughs> see what I mean? See what I did? I see what for you the did. past three years, <laughs> Lady Bunny wowing them. <laughs> New, hot, and fresh. <laughs> that is you. New, hot, and fresh. Those are the words I would always use for you. Well, it has been an enjoyable... Now, let me ask you this, whore. Oh, God. Here we go. Yes, yes. Ask now, me. Now, God makes clothes you yes. must worship because that oh, shit beautiful. is magnificent. No, they are beautiful. Um, I have not seen any of the clothes up close. Uh, I met Mick once when I was doing uh, Drive and Drag last time. Uh, they came to the show and said hello, and I'd never uh, met them before, and I have not seen the clothes up close. You but had a sex change, fucked them, and then went back. Yeah, I did. Uh, cross but, change. Yes, cross but change. I, <laughs> what I what I do love, I love the artistry, and I love all of that. You know, and I sit back. I've just said it recently to someone, but it's a completely different show from when we did it. Just what we filmed eight years ago for us. So it was a comp it's a completely different show now, and the money that's involved and the time. You know, I've said it before. I've had like two weeks to get ready. You and I were working together when I went into Drag Race. Um, but it was that thing where I, we didn't have those opportunities, and it wasn't the same setup. So I I I love the artistry of all of it, but I wouldn't. I could never go and do it again or be involved in it on that level because it's just it's a different game. You, them hoes are in debt. Trying to create all these costumes and looks well, and I'll wigs. Well, I'll tell you what, no matter what, what anybody can bitch about them, they do look fabulous. They do. No, it's pretty amazing. They're young, and, and, they have great makeup, <laughs> wigs, always good, mostly it's, good. It's everything good, we're not. It's everything we're not. <laughs> oh, That's please, it. bitch, your wigs are gorgeous. <laughs> I try, I try. But no, it's just that wild thing. But I, I do appreciate it, and I can appreciate the artistry from all of it. And that's the one side that's maybe the 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 shining light of the show now, you know? I can't yeah, because get... I want to see very well-dressed people say, yes, and do a death drop. Yes! I, I, I want a variety of costumes when they do the exact same, same thing. Same thing, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, I think that you and I should do a death drop next time we're together. You want to do that? I think I might beat you to it. Yeah, let's do it. Come on, we can I, make I magic I, happen. I, I, might, I think I might get there before you. I'm not <laughs> sure I'll see you before I drop. She's going off to Grand Rapids, Michigan to get all <laughs> choked up. I'm going on tour to India. <laughs> to India. Mm -hmm. well, my, my agent, I, I don't know. Yeah, you just do what you got to do. No, it's all good. Well, I cannot thank you for chatting with me for this past hour. I love you to pieces. You cannot you thank me. Yeah, yeah, what well, do you mean you cannot thank me? I'm going to thank you, you when I see you in me. person. I'm going to lick your hole as sweet. I'm going to lick it like a sweet donut. Take a minute. Think about that. Oh, Does that excite you? I'll have to have it tightened. <laughs> yes, I'll you will. You know, someone told me that if you feed your... I know your... how small your tongue is. <laughs> if, you feed, if you feed your ass a lemon, it gets... <laughs> Like that, it gets tight. It looks like Bernadette Peters' mouth. It gets really so. I, I, I'll try that. If you feed my eyes the lemon, I don't have to see you. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, you know it, honey. It's just what? that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. the stuff. The stuff. <laughs>
Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, I I thank I have to thank Lady Bunny mainly for upping her dosage for this hour with me. If you're looking for Miss Bun Bun, you can find her online with her fabulous podcast that she does with Miss Monet Exchange that is called The Ebony and Irony. Is that correct? Ebony and Irony? Yes. That could be, it's an, on all platform circuits. She's also going to be on the road with Drive and Drag, and she'll be performing with Foss Events in New York City doing some type of dinner thing with Shaquita and Amanda Lepore. Queens at the Yard. Queens at the Yard. So do check it out. And, you know, Miss Bun Bun is one of the classics. So I can't wait to see her back on the road, tearing it up again. And well, are I you hope going to see on the soon. road, whore? Uh, I'm hoping, yes, I should be on the road soon. Yes, I will be I will be out on the road soon. Um, I'm, I'm excited about it. This fall, I'll be doing that. And then I'll also be in the UK in the winter. So, yeah, I've got fingers crossed to get back to somewhat, as we said, normality on some level. So I'm out to go spread my hate to the masses. So Yay. hopefully our paths will cross, girl. Our oh, journeys okay. will come oh, together. Oh, <laughs> is me- it authentic? <laughs> authentic is journey. it an authentic <laughs> journey towards your best true line <laughs> sis yes sis i'll see you there <laughs> thank you bye. bun bun bye honey bye honey A podcast network.